0: What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brennan Scott with my guy, the real it all over tonight. The Wizards drop a winnable and must-win game, 122 to 112 in Orlando to the magic. We're gonna talk about uh, Bradley Bill's struggles with foul trouble and his shot tonight. And the defense again was abysmal. So is it fixable? Can we can we rebound? Let's talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: So, again, it's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day and today's episode is brought to you by ultimate basketball gm ever dreamed of becoming an nba gm and managing your basketball franchise Then this game is definitely for you to download the game just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores our listeners get 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all caps in the game so looking at this game we we drop a must win game a very winnable game um to the orlando magic 122 to 112 so e Looking at Bradley Bill and his struggles, he uh, fouled trouble tonight. Uh, his shot wasn't dropping, shooting 4 for 15, 0 for 4 from the 3. Was it was that the factor, or was the defense what lost the game, considering they gave up 53.8% from the field and 44.4 4 from 3?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's a combination of things, but your you're number one guy, he has to step up. He has to show up in a must-win game, like you said. This is a huge game for them to make that play and push. And you got to go in there. Chris Tess, he went out there and dropped 30. And, and, you know, Brad, he's a guy that, you know, you're getting paid 35% of the salary cap. You got to go out there and do the same thing. You, you got to put up 20, 25 points. You cannot go out there and drop, uh, you know, 15, 16 points. And he missed some crucial free throws down the stretch as well. He went um, 8 for 10 from the line, which is good. But when we needed those free throws down the stretch, he missed them. Um, Markel Fultz went at him. You know, they knew he had his fifth foul. He had his fifth foul what, in the third quarter or something like that. It was just crazy, like, how how quickly he got into foul yeah. trouble. Um, and then, you know, they posted him up, and then Wes Unsell challenged the the foul. But, of course, you know, we're in Orlando. They're in Orlando. They're not going to get that call. So I, I knew they were going to keep it as a foul. Um, I think Brad knew it, too. You know, you can see on the camera, you know, he was kind of smiling and grinning or whatever. He He knew they were going to call a foul. He knew that. Um, so, yeah, in, in a big game like this, your big-time players have to step up in these big moments, and these clutch moments. And he he uh, laid an egg, 4-for-15, 0-for-4 from the field, 8-for-10 from the free-throw line. So he just struggled tonight. You know, you, you your your best player just has to show up in these moments, and he did not. Um, defensively, yeah, Gary Harris hit, what, four or five threes tonight. Um, he, there was no, he had 6-3, six 6-for-9 six from the three, 7-for-10 from the field. Um, so he had a, just an open – uh, a, a three point contest out there tonight once again, and just like the Kings, we let five, we let what three players hit five threes. It wasn't that bad tonight as as the Kings game, but they still shot forty. The Magic still shot forty four percent from the three point line, so the defense wasn't good at all. Cole Anthony went off seven for fourteen from the field. Him off the bench, uh, Mo Wagner, the former Wizard, did pump fakes and was dunking on the Wizards as well. Um, so the defense was non existent. Pablo Banchero eighteen points, eight assists, nine boards. Uh, Franz Varner, 20 points, six assists, four boards. They had seven guys. The, the Magic had seven guys in double figures. Markel Fultz was 17, Wendell Carter was 14. So the Magic, they did whatever they felt like doing, honestly. They had no resistance against the Wizards. Of course, the Wizards tried to play zone. That didn't work. Um, they got all rebounded tonight as well. And uh, the Magic just looked like the team with more urgency. The Magic looked like the team that wanted to make the or They looked like the team that wanted to make the playoffs. And the Wizards, just did, did, they did not show up tonight. They got outplayed, out tough out-hustled tonight. And um, their their best player didn't show up. And the Magic's best, better players they showed up tonight. Chris Tabb—he yep. he, he gave some effort with 30 points. Denny had a double-double. We'll probably talk about him separately later. Um, just to give some Wizards guys a little bit of props, uh, Porzingis played hard with 30 points, and, and Denny had a double-double. He, it was one of his better nights tonight.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, man. The fact that uh, KP dropped 30 and shot. 12 from 22 from the field. So he was proficient. I mean, you know, he used his size to his advantage. You know, they they had some short guys trying to guard him tonight. He used that height advantage. But, and again, Denny stepped up off the bench and really he was the only one off the bench. But, man, you you hit the nail on the head. You know, when you get paid a quarter of a billion dollars, you got to be that guy. You've got to be that guy. You've got that money and the stuff that comes with that money gives a certain expectations, right? You know, when you get paid that amount of money, you know, especially a no-trade clause, which not a lot of guys have <laughs> or have had in this league, and a trade kicker, that's telling me that you have the ability to put the team on your back. And I don't see that from Bradley Bill. You know, I, I like Bradley Bill. I like his game. But, I, you know, really on the contender, he's a second, maybe third option. You know, they're trying to make him the guy, and he just has not shown the ability to carry teams. You know, you look at the type of guys who can, you know, and especially in within the realm of the Eastern Conference. Donovan Mitchell is a guy who has shown that he can put a team on his back. You know, John Bede is a guy who has shown he could put a team on his back. You know, Giannis can put a team on his back. Jason Tatum, you know, <laughs> you don't see that with our guy. And, and, you know, 16 points, four for 15 from the field and foul trouble. It's just, this was a really bad game for him. But, you know, look, hey, KP 20 and like, again, 30 points. I thought Mar- uh, Monty Morris had a pretty good game, 14 points, eight assists. Uh, Kisper kind of underwhelming, but uh, Gaff showed some energy in the first half, you know, 12 points, three rebounds. And again, Denny, man, proficiency. I mean, five for six, three from four, from three. I'm just saying, look, say it again, <laughs> three from four, from three. So his three point shot, you know, he's starting to really get into the mode of getting, you know, more confidence in that shot. But I mean, look at the rest of the bench. Goodwin seven points, Delon two points, two points from uh, Johnny Davis, three points from none. So again, this this bench, we can't find another guy to help score off this bench. And this is this is really the big detriment to this team. This bench, we've got, we need more uh, production from this bench, man. We, we can't, one guy cannot carry the load for the bench and it shows because once we make these rotations, you know, teams know that this bench is weak and they're attacking the bench, you know, Orlando, they wanted this game more, you know, they wanted this game more. And I, I'm going to tell you what, I mean, we, we were talking about it. This is a nice young team. You got to watch out for them the next three years in, in, uh, in this division in the Eastern Conference because they got a lot of nice talent. Uh, Apollo, man, he's going to be rookie of the year, you know, and to me, you know, I was one of the few people, everybody thought it was going to be Javari Smith, but I thought he should have been first round pick because just his skill set, but. Uh, we did this one and more, and again, this is a game that most of us thought that we were going to win. <laughs> I mean, there are two games behind us, and you know, and it's just <laughs> how did we lose this game? Just defensive, we are so bad defensively. Like we're terrible, man. We can—you you said it um, early in the year. We cannot uh, guard a park car, man. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> I mean, it's abysmal. <laughs> I mean, how do you let it? You know, I mean, how do you let a team shoot more than half their make more than half the shots? 44% for three, it's just, oh, man, against Orlando, of all people. Look, tomorrow night, and we're going to talk a little bit about tomorrow night's matchup against Denver, but I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Look, tomorrow night's going to be something else. I'm just, it's just, we had, I, I I can't say what we need to improve because the issues that they had tonight and just throughout this whole season, it's the same issues, defense. You know, the MO behind West Unseld's system was defense, and the defense is not much better. And probably worse than Scott Brooks. I mean, it's not a good defense. There's no effort. There's no intensity. Nobody cares. And it's just, you know, if we're not caring now. I don't see how much more Coos and KP going to care to stay. Like, you know, if you're if you're not caring now, then why would what's the incentive to stay? I just, I, you know, you gotta care, man. You you know, it's it's really hard with ten games left watching your team quit. And that's what we're saying. They're quitting. They, they you know they don't care. That the the effort's not there, and I think their season in their mind is over. they are most of them are probably already thinking about vacation, man. So, again, yeah, it, it's an abysmal defensive night. Again, and unfortunately, this is probably the MO for this team going forward. So,
1: yeah, one, two, three, Cancun. They're clearly thinking about Cancun. Kyle Kuzma, they said his uh ankle injury is pretty significant, as you can see, even though he put up 30 points against the Kings, you can see he was limping and hobbling around. Um, they probably will shut him. I, I, I I'm not. Sure, certain but it probably would be wise to shut him down for the rest of the season to be honest with you. Um this team is going nowhere fast. I think the the two losses to the Hawks was the nail in the coffin just the body language since then and what Kuzma made his comments about Bradley Bill taking the clutch shots and then talking about um uh they they the, that his teammates they all complained to the refs too much and that they're not a big 3, they don't have an all-star on the team, nobody made the all-star team and what he said was true and Ever since then, they just look like they're they're just, they're, they're, um, the air has went out of the balloon. The air has gone out of the Capital One Arena and, uh, they're ready to go home. They're ready to go on, vac- on vacation. They're ready to go to Cancun or, or wherever, uh, uh, tropical island that they would go to.
0: <laughs> they need to go on vacation, it's, uh, practice with yeah. some jump shots, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, before we move on, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad to see, man, a team yeah. quit on itself because, yeah, there is talent on this team. And if they decided to go forward with, you know, paying KP and paying Kuz, it's not what I want per se, but I would entertain because they're fun to watch. But, again, looking at that core, they're, they're showing what our, our ceiling is. And that's eighth to maybe at best to succeed at best case scenario because you're just not playing good basketball. And, you know, I, I was talking to a few people on Twitter, man, and a lot of them are just wondering, like, how is it that a team with three guys who can score 20-plus how, how do we struggle like that? It's because, especially looking forward, we're not going to be able to pay all three with an extension. It's just it's not adding up, and it's just sad, man, because I to me, the, the season's over, man. It, it's over, and it's just I feel like we had a lot of promise this season, but it's just another season where we had a lot of promise and it ends up the wrong way. So I'm very interested to see what they do going forward. And it really, I mean, I challenge this team to show some heart the last 10 games. Why not? You have nothing else to lose. You know, and I and I'm with you. I think Coos is going to be shut down, and or he should be shut down because I'm not going to ask a guy to break his body down for a playing spot. I'm just not. I don't, I don't think. I don't. You know, unless you know Ted Leonce is going in there with his chain and tries to do this big speech in the locker room, try <laughs> to rally the troops. I don't see it, but I I think it's done, man. You know, just I think if there's ever a last straw, this is it. Orlando should have been a must win game. Should have been. You know, and so defense. I, if I could boil down one issue, one thing that really defined this season was the lack of defense. You know, you can look at rebounding, you look at turnovers, you can look at all the different factors, but defense was that factor this season that really stopped this team from really fulfilling its potential. So, um, before we roll, man, you got anything else for the game?
1: No, that's it, man. That is it.
0: Cool, man. So we're gonna hit. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Ah, a little bit about tomorrow night's game against uh, against the Denver Nuggets, the number one seed in the West. But before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I'm really geeked out by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the Mobile Game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM? I did. And managing your basketball franchise? Yes, sir. So well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your game or your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, Training and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and a draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable online. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. So I'm a big fan of this game, man. I'm, I'm somebody who... One of my dream jobs was a GM of the pro team, so this game is is really fun. So Locked On Wizards listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. So um, before we get into comments, we're going to do a uh, preview real quick of the Denver Nuggets game tomorrow night. Oh, and I, uh, yeah, and uh, no, no, you're good, man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do a, a brief preview of the Denver Nuggets game tomorrow night, and then we're gonna do some comments and then we're gonna roll out tonight. So, uh, tomorrow night, we have the Denver Nuggets, which as we stand right now are the number one seed in the Western Conference. So, you know, looking at this depth chart for Denver, man, this is a beast that we gotta try to conquer. Jamal Murray, you got KCP, former wizard from last year, coming home. Uh Michael Porter Jr., shooter, Aaron Gordon, athletic at four, and Jokic, who's probably gonna win another MVP. So, what are your uh, three keys of victory uh, for tomorrow night if we have any kind of chance to beat the team?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't have any. This this team, they just they're not playing like they deserve keys to victory. Honestly, they uh, they're playing like they're, they're they're keys to get the best um, a lottery odds. To be honest with you, uh, keys of vacation, like we said earlier, as well. But, you know, realistically, what they can do, uh, the last time they played the Nuggets, they gave up 100 points in the paint. It was like a record that they set. Um, and I know a lot of guys were out. So I, I don't want to give injury excuses, but um, I, Jokic, you know, he's an MVP level candidate. I would just say defend a three point line. Michael Porter Jr. can knock down threes. Jamal Murray can knock down threes. Uh, KCP, the former wizard, he can knock down threes. Um West is going to play zone. I know that's going to happen, but you got to get back on defense. Jokic is just going to get the board. He's going to try to, you know, throw it out there to, uh, you know, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter on, on fast breaks and whatnot. Uh, Aaron Gordon, as well as super athletic as well. Um, so I, 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 I just I don't have any keys honestly. But Brad's got to step up, man. That's one thing I'll say. Brad's got to step up. He's got to redeem himself tomorrow night, and he cannot have back to back games where he lays an egg. You know, you are gonna have to step up and, and play hard and, and, and you know, you're just gonna have to do what you're supposed to do. You know, he's known as a score, he's gonna have to put up 30. You know, that's that's what you gotta do. When you're when you're that guy and you're supposed to be the number one guy on the team, that's that's just what you gotta do. that's just, that's just what you gotta do. Um, Jokic, I wouldn't double him. I maybe show a double and then back off, but I know Wes, he'll probably gonna he's probably gonna try to double Jokic and Jokic is gonna find wide open shooters and they're probably gonna hit at least 10 to 15 threes tomorrow. So that's what I foresee happening. Um, so I, I just don't have any keys to victory, honestly. I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Um, if I had to say one thing, show some pride, man. You know,
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: play hard. You know, play hard. I mean, mm-hmm. really play the hardest you can these last 10. I mean, show some pride. I mean, you know, just it's, 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 it's tough to watch a team quit on itself. Like I said earlier, it's tough to watch a team totally quit on itself. And Orlando should have been a win. I mean, this their real aspirations are trying to find another top five, the top ten pick. I mean, they're not trying to – they're just playing spoiler at this point, but some pride because you said it. Look, they got a roster full of shooters, man. And I, I know KCP coming back with, with blood in the water a little bit, man. I'm telling you, look, I w- I'm would i with you. I wouldn't double-team Jokic, man, because Michael Porter Jr., the name of his game is shooting behind art. arc. You know, if you look at – I mean, Jokic can shoot. People forget Jokic, I mean, he's got an all-around game. You know, KCP is a 3-and-D guy. You know, Jamal Murray's not so much of, you know, he's not a big-time three-point shooter, but he's got the capability, more of a playmaker. But, you know, Aaron Gordon, people sleep on his capabilities and in, in his offensive repertoire. So this team can easily come in here and blow us out the frame <laughs> in Capital One, man, easy. You know, we if we show up at home, and I, look, I hate to say this, but I, I'll put money that you're going to hear Jokic MVP chance tomorrow. I put money on it because it's just been the MO all year, man. You know, we you are going to hear a chance. I just, I don't have much of a good feeling for this game, man. They are number one in the West for a reason. They're rolling to playing good basketball. And quite frankly, I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see them in the NBA finals against Milwaukee or Boston. Cause I think it'd be, you know, I'm tired of seeing the same team. So I'd, I'd like to see Denver and Boston or Milwaukee, but yeah, if I say anything, it would be just show some heart, man, you know, just show some heart. It really show some pride, you know, because that's really all we got at this at this time you know it's just it's it so um we're gonna go ahead and um before we move on to comments um my man e got a has an ad tonight
1: yes sir today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. duel ncaa tournament is heating up and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, america's number one sports book Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Uh, Tonight, I'm looking at the board right now. um, Every time I announce my picks for the night, I don't usually get them. Uh, let me check, because I did bet on uh, Jonas Valanciunas to get a double-double, so I'm gonna, I'm going to check the stats on that right now. But I'm not going to say my picks. But I would say that my picks for the weekend for the tournament, um, I would bet the under on any Alabama game. Every time I bet the under on Alabama when they play, uh, it usually hits. Jonas Valanciunas did get a double-double tonight with 19 points and 15 boards, so I did hit on that. Uh, I bet on Corey Kispert to get more than uh, nine points. Didn't hit, so – I uh, had a little bit of uh, kind of bad and good night at the same time. So uh, plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every more moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. But one FanDuel bet that I m- probably will do tomorrow is probably um, Nicole Jokic, a double-double in a win, a player performance double. I hit that with DeMontis Sabonis the last time. When we played the Kings, I did that. And uh, he almost had a triple-double. So I did hit on that. So I did have some success there. So if you guys want to do that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm putting that out there now. So I don't think it's going to be jinxed. I- it- Jokic is an automatic double-double. And unfortunately, I do think the Nuggets are going to win tonight. So, uh, I mean, tomorrow night. Um Let's get to the comments here. Let's get it started. Dasan says, "Getting smoked by Gary Harris is disgusting." West would be flipping burgers at McDonald's <laughs> if Yogi's didn't make him look like a good defensive coach. See, like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna take it as far as Dasan, um, but and this, this is one thing I will say about the Magic. The Magic, they they I think they're, a, I think they're a good team. I think they have a lot of potential. They did just beat the Clippers. They, they upset a couple teams this year. They did. They beat the Sixers this year as well. A legitimate playoff team. Uh, Marco Fultz looks really good. Charo's rookie of the year. Franz Varger. Va- Wagner made all-rookie team his rookie season. So they do have to – and Cole Anthony, he's been good. You know, his dad played in the NBA, was a, was a good uh, point guard, UNLV, all that. Uh, Cole Anthony's an explosive guard. He can play. Um, Gary Harris has been a shooter. He played with the Nuggets before, and you know what he did with the Nuggets. So they do have some good players. They're not terrible. They're not like like the Pistons. That, that's a G League team. The Magic, they actually do have some guys that can hurt you. And that can play well. Um, so that, that's that's what I will say about the Magic. We play the Magic again later on, so that could be another loss right there. Um, but to get back to what DeSan said, getting smoked by Gary Harris is disgusting. I wouldn't say it's disgusting, but at the same time, when somebody hits two or three threes, it's, it's like same thing with Terrence Davis and Keegan Murray. We just let guys go off for six or seven threes. Yeah, Every game somebody's going off for at least five threes against us. And we just don't know our personnel. Kyle Kuzma said it as well. We don't know our personnel. We don't know. We don't make adjustments. We don't face guard anybody. We don't shut anybody off. We just go zone and let guys get wide open threes. So this is just a habitual thing. KCP, talking about FanDuel again. If you want to bet on somebody to hit five threes, probably put money on KCP <laughs> tomorrow night. Um, and then Wes flipping burgers. I wouldn't take it that far um, <laughs> if Yokes didn't make him look look like a good defensive coach. Uh, I, I do give Wes a little bit of credit in the bubble. I thought he did a good job against the Clippers with Jeremy Grant. Uh, you know, making it tough for Kawhi Leonard because they upset the Clippers. They weren't supposed to be the Clippers in a bubble. So I, I do give Wes a little bit of credit to that. But Brandon, like you said, I mean, he's looking no better than Scott Brooks. I mean, let's just keep it real here. It's really not, you know, we went, you know, people went hard on Scott Brooks and his defense, but I, I really don't see much of an improvement from Wes Elso Jr., which is very disappointing when he's supposed to be a defensive-minded guy. So um, we'll see if Wes is going to be here next year or not. You know, I don't see any big changes being made just because we know how this front office is um but yeah Wes's tenure here it has been has been pretty darn disappointing
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> i just i agree with everything you said man it's just you know his his mo was defense and we have not seen that defense so yeah i think that head coaching has to be evaluated going into the offseason man because you know two years yeah i mean I, I i i think the only thing that would keep want me to keep west in dc would be if we push that re, uh rebuild button and i i'm i'm intrigued to see how he does with a younger cast and whether he can mold them into the system that he wants, because it's tough to do coming into an organization where you already got better in presence. So I'll say that, you know, but he's definitely got to step it up because again, your MO is defense. And that's what the advertisement was him coming to DC was defense and and improved shooting. And we just have not seen that man. So.
1: Mm. Yeah. um, And I think the higher they, they, I think it would have been better for them to get a guy who had experience as a coach. Now we did see, some uh, rookie coaches come in and do well. You know, Emi Udoa, even though he's got fired for you know whatever whatever reasons he got fired for. You know, he took the Celtics to a championship. You look at the roster too; the Celtics just have a better roster. Uh, Willie Green with the Pelicans—they went to the playoffs last year. Um, trying to think of some other rookie head coaches, but yeah, I just think they—I think they—they they probably should have brought a guy in that had experience just kind of a stronger command over the locker room as well. I think that would have been a better fit for the Wizards. Like you said, a rebuilding team, I think Wes would have done better with a situation like that.
0: Yeah, and, and that would be a reason for him to stay if we hit that button. But like we said, you know, Ted said he ain't, he ain't never going to tank, so we'll see. Because uh, I think going I – mean, and I'm obviously we have some time. You know, got t- 10 games left and we have the offseason, but – I think there are some moves that can be made that can kind of help push them towards that reset button. But um, let's see. Ch-ch-ch-ch. A lot of comments tonight. Appreciate y'all tonight, man. Um, there we go. Oh my, uh, Israeli fandom said uh, this is a prime example why Denny should be this team's number one option. Uh, Bill's holding back from his full potential, and Denny's weight is a better overall player. <laughs> 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 Come on, man!
1: I do it, Israel. Phantom and and Denny supporters, we love you guys. We thank you guys for watching from Israel. But it, it's stuff like this, guys. That it's just you know it, it can be it can be a little bit much, guys. It, it really can because first it was Rui, then it was Coos, and then now people are saying it's Bill. Now now you know Denny supporters are saying it's Bill. The only person holding back Denny is, really is Denny. And this is from Sheldon T. He says, is really phantom stop? The only thing holding Denny back is Denny in the basket. And I, I I, agree with some of that from what Sheldon said. Now, Denny played well tonight. It's about time. The broadcast, they were saying that he ha- he's had a horrific month shooting the ball, like 34% from the field, 25% from the three. Denny's been struggling. We've seen Denny hit so many walls, and he puts his head down, complains to the refs. Uh, when he goes in, he slumps. And he puts his head down, and he he just doesn't recover from that. But I'm happy with the way he played tonight. He had a double-double. He's been rebounding the ball well. But offensively, man, he's got a long way to go. You know, layups, he's starting to improve with that. Dribbling with his left hand is still a a weakness for him. Finishing around a rim is still a weakness for him. Shooting the three is still a weakness for him. He's regressed shooting the three, which has been pretty disappointing. You know, working out with Drew Hanlon, it's like, okay, you know, you should be improving. But, you know, he went from 31%. Um, down to twenty nine percent from three this year, so it's like how do you, how do you get worse? It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But um, yeah. So I, I to say Bills holding them back is ridiculous. Um, and then Tommy Shepard saying that we traded Rui so Denny could get more minutes. You see how that's worked out? It hasn't worked out well at all. So I, I, I just don't I don't want to hear the blaming other of, of blaming other people why somebody else is not succeeding. You know, don't blame somebody else because Denny can't hit a wide open three or he's struggling from the three. I, I don't want to hear that. I really don't.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. E. Um, I'll say this. Denny has potential. He does. He's, he's not e. a scrub. He's, he's far from it. You know, he has a lot of potential. He, but like you said, you said it perfectly. I, I, I see a lot of comments in here. You guys said it perfectly. Um The only person holding Denny back is Denny. You know, he's got the opportunity now, especially with Rudy, Um not being here. He has more of menace, more responsibility. Um, he's just got to improve his off season. You know, he's got to work on that three point shot. He's got to work on um, finishing on through contact, stuff like that. But I don't think he's lost. You know, I think he's got time to really develop. And I really, I think his career would have been better with a team that could spend that time developing him. You know, it's tough to come in as a rookie and going, you know, go right into the rotation and, you know, having expectations right away. And it's just, so I I do like Denny and look, you you guys are awesome from Israel, man. (laughs) You're awesome, man. But, you know, um, I, I wouldn't say Brad's holding back. You know, I, he's just got to find more consistency. I, I, I feel like I've said the word consistency more than any other word this year. But um, he just needs consistency. You know, I, I do like his game. and I, But, you know, really, it behooves Denny going into next season because next season is a contract year, man. So, you know, it really behooves him to work on his game. But, no, nah, I like Denny, man. He He's going to do good, man. So but yeah, I need I mean, I that, that laugh, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that was a good one. It was a good, that was a good, uh, you know, the comedy show, almost a comedy show right there. But, uh, yeah, and Coos was out tonight, so that gave Danny more opportunities to shoot the ball and be more aggressive. But whether Coos is there or not, or Rui is there or not, or Bill Brad is there or not, it, it's on him, man. It's on him. So, this is what year three, year four. Yep. Um, and, and, and like you said, it's a contract year coming up. You know, typically Wizards guys, they don't get second contracts. Look at Rui, he got traded. Look at Troy Brown, he got traded. Look at Kelly Oubre, he got traded. So is Denny the next one to be traded? And what is it going to be for? Is it going to be another Kendrick Nunn type of trade that we get back in return? Or it might it probably will be less, to be honest than you, than what we got for Rui. It probably will be.
0: I mean, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a half-smoking pie metro pass, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, we're gonna do a couple more comments tonight, guys. Definitely appreciate everybody else. Uh, Steven says, "What is uh, West Unsell Jr.'s mo? Recently, he's been giving the ball to Bill and moving away. It's been the worst month of the season. West delusional? Is this the result of our attempt to win? Ah, uh, I, I will say this. I, I agree with a little bit what you said. Um, his mo was supposed to be defense. It hasn't been. Uh it. You can see how he. It has a lot. Of, Bill has a lot of leeway in his offense, and really with this organization, his organization has really given him the keys to the palace. And you know, even with the offense, you know he has the keys. And you know, Kyle Kuzma said it himself. And um, you know, there's not a lot of plays being ran for other players. You know, it's really his offense. And so I think going forward, my recommendation to this team is we got to find a way to, to to bring everybody else into the fold, man. You know, we really got to. It can't be Bill a bus. You know, especially if you want to retain coos and KP, you've got to bring them into the offense a little bit. And it shows, man, that when the offense runs through coos and KP, it's just a better offense. It's better run. It's more fluid. So, you know, Bradley Bill, for him to be successful in the nation's cap if he indeed stays long-term, would be to go back to being that scorer and let coos or KP or whoever the starting point guard going forward next year, let them have the keys to the offense and go back to being that scorer that we know you are. So,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, what is uh, Wes's mo? I, I really don't know. I, I don't know his <laughs> identity at all. D D's in the building. Shout out to D. Uh, he says, "If I speak on this team, I'll be in trouble."
0: <laughs> What's going on, D? How you doing, man?
1: Yes. <laughs> it's been a heck of a year, man. It's been a
0: roller coaster year, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Let's,
0: yeah uh, so let's knock out one more um, comment. Let's see. Oh. The sign again. We need a vent podcast soon, Brandon and E, please. <laughs> this team is so hard to watch. I think I'd rather watch a Johnny Davis commercial than this team. Well, I'd I, I pump the brakes a little bit, man. Those, those commercials are a little hard to watch, man. Just, but, you know, Johnny, i tell you what, man.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, man. Johnny, with some minutes, man, I think he can... I'm starting to see a little bit of his potential, man, as far as him, him driving the lane is, is a lot better. His shot, is is still a work in progress, especially with com- confidence, you know, but look at his shots, man. I mean, he went the only one tonight. There's a couple of shots, especially from Brad, man, that didn't even hit the rim, you know, so I, I <laughs> you know, the shooting has been an issue lately for this team, man, but it's just consistency, man. You know, we have not found consistency and it, it came to bite us, you know, no uh, adjustments, not working on his weaknesses. And a lot of that goes to West, man. You've got to be that, that voice in the locker room. you got to make those adjustments. And until then, this is just what we're going to be, you know. So, you got anything, yeah.
1: Um, Johnny, he made a limp tonight, and then he missed a three really badly and hit the backboard. Um, So, he he's just got to play. He's got to get the jitters out. He's got to get the, the nervousness out of his system, get his confidence up. You, 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 I mean, the commercial, you can tell he's just, you know, kind of – he's got to loosen up. He's got to loosen up get the confidence up. He's been playing better in the G League. I like what he did in the Pistons game. He had ten points. But, once again, the Pistons team really was a G League team. Uh so I just want to see more. I want to see more from him, and, and they just gotta give more playing time. And then speaking of the G League, Chris Dunn had a double double last night. He had 18 points and 10 boards for the Jazz. And I'm not saying that, you know, uh, you know, I, I wanted Chris Dunn to play for the team. This is a whole nother topic. I wanted them to call him up, just yeah. like Quentin Jackson. I want them to call Quentin Jackson up. I want Quentin Jackson to really play 30 minutes for last. I want Jordan Goodwin to play there. I want all these young guys to play really, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, not just 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. I want these young guys to get in there and play, especially if Brad's going to play like this and score 16 points, then you might as well go ahead and call up some of these guys and let these young guys play. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to see Johnny play. I'm, I'm I'm excited for the summer league too. I'm excited for the summer league. I want to see how he responds to the summer league because he was he struggled in the summer league in the summer league. Uh, I want to see. I really want to see how Johnny plays in the summer league upcoming this, in this upcoming office, uh, off season.
0: Yeah, before we roll, I'm gonna say this, man. I think they should give they should bring up Quentin Jackson. I don't know why they're holding back in the go-go. Look, he's lighting it up for the mm-hmm. go-go right now. So you know, as, as far as that void of a score off the bench, I think Quentin Jackson can come in with significant minutes, like twenty-five minutes. He can bring some scoring to this bench. You know, I just because tonight we played on the bench, where we played three guards. We played uh, Goodwin, Delon, and I mean Johnny Davis is a guard. So you know, we got it. We got to get another wing in there and to, to really get some more minutes and scoring off the bench. So yeah, before we roll, man. Um, you good, man?
1: Um. Robbie Bean says, I mean, he basically reiterated what you have said throughout the whole season, the owner who only cares about hockey, the GM who's trash. Um, yeah, this is a this is a long conversation that can definitely be had about Ted and, you know, how he handles other uh, sports and other teams that he owns or the other team that he, the Capitals. So, I mean, it, it starts from the top. It is the ownership. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to rebuild. And he wants to stay at this middle build. He decided to go with Bradley Bill as the face of the franchise. And this is – where it's gotten us you know we've, we've the the years that we've had with brad the best year that we had with brad really as the leader was the russell westbrook year and we got gentleman swept fool you know and you could really say that russell westbrook was the alpha on the team he was really the vocal leader on the team that year so um i, I think it just ran its course i like brad a lot i think he's a good guy um but i think you, you just have to explore different options. You just have to. And uh, Ted Leon says, I think he's a, a nice person, but he has, you know, running the basketball team, it hasn't been good at all. It just hasn't been good at all. Tommy Shepard, too, struggling with drafting. But like I said, this is just a, a, it's a long conversation that could definitely be had another time.
0: Oh, and I, I'm sure we're going to have this conversation many times <laughs> going into <end> the season. <laughs> so definitely appreciate y'all tonight, man. We're going to go ahead and uh, call in the night. Uh definitely appreciate all the comments, y'all. Sticking, uh sticking sticking with us, man. You know, we're gonna get through this season. So uh thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Let me get a second listen, Game to Game NBA, every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only locked on can't deliver. Follow game to game on locked on NBA available on Odyssey at YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. And I know huh? <laughs> I was looking at the comments too. Um we are close to three thousand subscribers, y'all. So definitely like, subscribe, comment below, hit the notification button when dope videos like this one come out. Holla at me and my dude, the Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram on um, game days and off days alike. Especially with the off season, we gonna chop it up in the off season, man. So uh, wherever you get your uh, podcast, definitely a five star review is much appreciated. So again, appreciate y'all tonight, man. Uh, tomorrow night, seven o'clock, we have the Denver Nuggets and Capital One. So let's try try to get some heart in these guys man and try to shock the nba tomorrow so again (laughs) (laughs) appreciate y'all tonight man hail to the wizards and peace